Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Newman. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. It was such a good show. God damn it. It really was. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, I've recently gotten into the office. Where was I? 20 years ago when that show was on the air. When was that? It was, where it's was all, I? A long time ago. I don't know. Probably, I don't know, working. <laughs> I guess so. It's hilarious. Yeah. Where the hell really was funny. I? I don't like sitcoms. I never watch sitcoms. It's so like the anti-sitcom sitcom. It's genius. And and now you know who all those people are. But when it was on, I think we only knew Steve Carell. I didn't, we didn't really. Then he did 40-Year-Old Virgin. And then, yeah. But like, oh, yeah. Because John Kaczynski is like massive now. They and I know they Crazy. all, yeah. Mindy Kaling, one. I mean, my god, that's right, that's right, that's where Mindy Kaling <laughs> came from. Oh my god, holy cow, that's yeah. right, I totally forgot that. Oh Jesus, well, that's a bit <laughs> off topic. Uh, but we could do a good pop, maybe we'll do a pop culture segment actually, and we can revisit the oh wow, other idea for a different show because let's talk about what I'm obsessed with at the moment. Me, 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 which. which? Have you watched Fleabag? Oh, everybody. We're we're holding it so that we can really watch all of them. But yes, everybody is obsessed, including my parents. Really? Yep. That encourages me to no end. Because everyone I talk to about it, like at mm. first I was like, what a disgust. Like you see the billboard and it's like some girl like in a shamble with a rat or something. And it says Fleabag. And you're like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> right? Like. I'll take a freaking pass. No. <laughs> and then I saw a couple people post about it, and I was like, ugh, whatever. Then someone's like, oh, I heard it was good. And I was like, all right, maybe. And so I was traveling, and I had a rare occasion where I had gotten through some of the crap I needed to get done. So I watched one. And people are like, I don't want to give it away, but it's they're like, what's it about? And I was mm-hmm. like, um, well, uh... A millennial girl with intimacy issues. They're like, and I'm like, and that's it. <laughs> like, I swear to God, that's it. Like, I, it's not like, and then they're cooking up meth because he got cancer and he's trying to raise money. It, it's like, uh, you know, oh, there's a throne and everybody wants to sit on it. Like, <laughs> it's not like that at all. And it's, oh my God. Like, yeah, it we're is dying to watch it. So. What makes me feel encouraged, though, is I'm like, there is a certain kind of person that's going to get this and a mm-hmm. certain kind of person that is not. Um, not a dumb person versus a the smart person, but like the way this girl feels, you either feel that way or you don't. Did you watch Girls? I 
hated it. I never watched it. I watched the first episode and I was so disgusted and pissed. I never watched another one. I I feel like that, I mean, having never seen either of them, it seems like the same kind of thing where you either really relate. I hated girls. I watched the very first episode where they were having an abortion party. And I was like, that's not fucking funny. Fuck you. Mm. I, I... Oh my God! I found it to be offensive beyond defensive. Well, and I and I'm not easily offended. True. And it, it's like I think I just I was like I don't even understand how you think this is funny or like a rite mm-hmm. of passage or like I I'm not like that's a very complicated issue for mm-hmm. me. I'm not gonna lie. And after Heidi, I never understood. Right? I was like, well, you know. I imagine that for a large amount of time, there's nobody in there. You know, it's just a bunch of cells. And then Heidi, I still took it very seriously, but not in the way I do now. Whereas, you know, when Heidi was pregnant and we got a ultrasound at eight weeks and I saw my kid Mm. alive in there, I was like, oh, shit. He was alive. He was moving, cruising, wiggling and shit. He had, I was like, oh, my God, this is, I thought, like, nobody's home for, you know, a long time. I'm not here to make a political statement by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying I don't find it funny. And I hated hated that show so much that I never got past the first episode. Mm. And I could not understand, like, like how that was... I just thought it was disgusting. See, I felt that way about the first episode of Black Mirror with the pig. I didn't watch it. And and I didn't watch it for a year, and then I started hearing people talk about it, and I I loved it. Really, I loved. It. Although this last season was a little less, um, like wow, but it it was right. good. But the other other seasons were really good. It's it's sort of people keep trying to say, oh, it's like Twilight Zone, just because it's the only thing so you can even it, possibly equate it to. Yeah, but it all has to do with technology and how it's always screwing us up. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, you would probably really like Black Mirror. I watched a few. Yeah. Like the social media one yeah. where she just like starts to like... Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, yeah, like I, I watched that <laughs> one. I watched another one where they like live, they like die, but their minds are like uploaded. Send, send Pernero or, yeah. Something. Oh. And they like have this love affair in yeah, this like yeah, weird yeah. world. Mackenzie Davis. Like, I love it. She's you know? fantastic. I mean, so like I, like I watched two of those and thought they were really good. I have a hard time... We standalones, but I'll try it. Right, yeah. I get super attached to characters. Yeah. So I, but I'm gonna try. I'll try it again. I'm trying to think what we've watched with, like, characters that we were just. Fleabag. Oh, shrill. No, what's shrill? Oh, shrill is six episodes. It's eighty Bryant, and it's just it's so good. What's it on? Uh, mm, maybe Hulu. I think it's Hulu. Okay. I get confused because there's so many. What's now. it about? Um, I know it's there's Lindy some... West, who is a, a journalist, and it's uh, about an overweight woman and what she deals with. But she's so good. A.D. Bryant's so good. Okay. And she's funny, and it's, but it's not like, blah, ha, ha, ha. it's just smart. It's just wow. really smart. And it's, we, I mean, six episodes, you go right through it. You go right through it. That's how Fleabag yeah. is. You go right through yeah. it. Yeah. What about Better Things? Nope, don't know it. <gasps> I liked Escape from Dannemora, though. I watched that because of you. Yes. And that, I, and I just was... started Now They See Us, oh, which is, yeah. um, so Escape yeah. from Dannemora, true story, right? Yep. Um, oh, my God. 
Brilliant. And I mean, Patricia Arquette. All, all of them. All of them. Ugh. And then uh, and then now they see us like I'm one episode in mm. and it's about that rape in Central Park, Central one Park of, Park, right, yeah. in like 1989 and how they crucify these young black boys. Yeah. One is Latin. Um, I'm only one episode in, but it, it makes me like physically sick. I'm yeah. so angry. I'm like, all right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the rest of this. Like, I, I remember when it was happening. It's just like. See, I don't remember that. 89. I must have been 15. You remember. Well, I want to yeah. hear about Better Things. But wait, tell me. Oh, Better Things with that actress. Pamela Adlin. Yeah. That's been on for a while. Yeah. Right? Like three seasons, I think. Maybe four. She was on Louis C.K., right? Her? Yeah. Yes, I've heard it's excellent. It's just so good. It really. It's just like a single mom with three daughters and it just feels real you know it's it just feels like there's no like oh isn't everything wonderful no it's like shit sometimes yeah yes it's awesome that's okay better things all right i love it and then wait tell me you remember that with the boys i i do i I did they ever find i guess i'm giving away the whole show did they ever find the actual rapists you know i think somebody spoiler alert no i do think there was somebody who confessed at some point, but really? but there were lots of different things happening at the time. So Ugh. they just threw them in. There were like groups of kids going around robbing people, and there were groups, and it was just, it just didn't feel right at the time. Being, uh-huh. I mean, in New York, it was just the whole sense was like this doesn't seem right somehow. I mean, to me, one of the boys is like fourteen years old. Yeah, and what they do to this kid in nineteen eighty nine. 1989. It's not 1969. It's 1989. And they illegally take them in a room. They have them waive their Miranda rights. They have no adults with them whatsoever. And they crucify them and threaten them and terrify them. And it is just, I thought to myself, like, if you're one of those cops that did that, knowing that's you on camera, Mm -hmm. how do you live with that? Yeah. How do you make that right? Like, it's fascinating. TV has become yeah. so good these days. Yeah. Movies, not so much. Isn't that amazing? It's just... It's... Movies suck. Movies yeah. are terrible, but TV is, like, time. just in an all-time, like... Oh, there's so much, like I said, Hulu, or is it Amazon Prime, or is yeah, it Netflix, or was it HBO? Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I Those don't are know, the channels. everything's just recorded, or play it now, and, I mean... Handmaid's Tale, uh, I, thought, oh! I thought we were going to be able to see it on, like, Tuesday nights at 9 because it drops at midnight on the East Coast. Oh. And I thought I saw one once, but no, we have to, we had to wait till Wednesday night. There was night. a moment on the last Handmaid's Tale that I wasn't so sure about. Are you fully caught up? I am, but um, I don't know if our listeners are. Nah. We'll save that uh, for later. There was a moment that I thought needed more character development. I, I wasn't sold on it. this season isn't quite as strong, but... Um, I'm okay with that for now. All right, but I'm I've right. been a little like, huh. okay, but fair. You I know s- what's you know what's nuts that we really are liking Fear the Walking Dead. They rebooted it. I was pissed off because, oh, I don't want to say it if people have been watching or like. I haven't uh, been. I gave up on it after the first it. season and didn't like. Well, it. they kind of rebooted it, and my favorite character, Kim Dickens' character, was no longer there, and it pissed me off. Oh, they killed her. But it wasn't. It was like a almost like off screen. But you know, it was like, um, yeah, they kill her off. But um, I don't know. It, it actually, she was. She really was the whole show. And now it's. It took a turn, and it's better. 
Okay. It's better because it's just different than the other ones. And um, that was a great one that was just on. And Maggie Grace is on it playing this, like, real tough-ass right. person who's, like, collecting stories. I don't know. It. I like it. Okay. I'm really enjoying it again. Books. What do you got? Books. You're the queen. Well. I don't read fiction. Give me something my latest. Good. My latest Andrew Sean Greer book, <laughs> the, uh, Max Tivoli. It's it's sort of Benjamin Button. Okay. He's aging backwards. But his characters are so brilliant. It, it's like it doesn't even matter what the book's about because once you start reading, you're in it. I okay. Just, I love his book so much. And I just got the new uh, Kate Atkinson. She has a Jackson Brody series. She's a British writer. And I've read pretty much everything. I mean, my favorite book of hers is Life After Life. And it's somebody who... What's that about? Every time this girl and then woman dies, she she's back again in another possibility of what her life... Could have like, been. So could, she's like living out all her parallel universes, like yes, sliding doors. Yes. Yes. All right. Like, in, in, like she goes from being in London during the Blitz to being in Germany <laughs> during... The bombings. Like every possible, yeah, quantum mechanics, every it's, possible oh, reality. So good. Do you, you know where that whole concept comes from, scientifically speaking, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so the reason that we have like this whole sliding doors concept of these like parallel, infinite levels of parallel universes, it's obviously a theory, not a fact, but <laughs> is, is in large part based on, um, I hope I'm not speaking too much out of turn, but as far as I know, in large part, based on the dual slit experiment. So... Hmm. Essentially, a particle, right? Is it a particle, like one little tiny dot, or is it a wave, right? Mm. So they took, I believe it was a photon, one little particle, and there's slits, like a fork. Think of it like a fork, and behind the fork is like a, a some sort of background that can register where the photon is hitting, okay? So they fire, this is all real, <laughs> Google it. Watch yeah. watch a YouTube thing on it. Like, what the bleep do we know covered it. Like, Google what the bleep do we know dual slit experiment on and pull it up on YouTube. It's five minutes. So they fire this photon at the fork or these these slits, right? Where does it go? Take a guess. Does it go, like, the first one, the second one, the third one? Like, where do you think the photon's going to go through? Or between. Yeah. All of them. Oh. So they're like, oh, it's a wave. This isn't a single part. It's a, it's a clearly a wave, and it creates what's called a wave interference pattern, like when you rip when water ripples, so they can see that it's a wave. Here's where it gets crazy, <laughs> is that they're like, oh, wow, every tiny little particle can be in multiple places at the same time, and they call it like this wave of possibility. This is a fact. This, is, this part's fact. Next thing is they put a camera or some sort of device to observe exactly what's happening when they're firing this photon and upon registering what's going on right watching this thing with a device it the wave of infinite possibility collapses into one reality and it will go through only one slit in the fork instead of all of them at the same time so upon observation this infinity of possibilities Mm. collapses into one reality But all the other realities, arguably, right, are they still out there? And if this is the reality for the infinitesimally small, we're made up of the same stuff. So is this the same reality for us? Oh, wow. 
That's where this comes from. All right, so now you guys have your marching order. Shrill, Fleabag, Life After Life. <laughs> oh. Anything by Andrew Sean Green. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to Life After Life this on my summer vacation, Cinder. Yeah, I think you'll like it. We all want to save money, right? Well, Honey, this is actually the coolest thing ever, is a free browser extension that scans the web for coupon codes and discounts while you shop online, and it automatically applies the biggest savings to your card at checkout. It's pretty cool, right? Like, I downloaded it. You could be shopping for something, and then it automatically says, hey, get this code and get 20% off. It's awesome. It works on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Nordstrom, J.Crew, Nike, Best Buy, Target, Macy's, and so much more. And it takes zero effort to install. It's just two clicks. And you automatically start saving when you shop online. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but here's how it works. When you use a coupon provided by Honey, they earn a small commission from the merchant and they pass along some of the savings to their members. Look. There's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use. It's easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So don't take it from me. Take it from our listeners. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Jillian. That's joinhoney.com slash Jillian. Honey. Online savings simplified. How many times have you had to make do with the makeup in your bag just so you could get ready in the car when something unexpected comes up? Well, Wonder Beauty gets it. Not only are their essentials multitasking, so there are fewer of them, but they're also better because Wander Beauty is dedicated to clean beauty. Everything they make is cruelty-free, mess-free, and stress-free, and formulated with skin-loving ingredients. I love the Jet Setter Makeup Essentials Kit. It's their collection of three full-size multitaskers and a zipper pouch. So I can take the Wanderlust Powder Foundation, the Wander Out Dual Lipstick, and the Unlashed Volume and Curl Mascara with me wherever I go. It makes it so easy to be spontaneous, whether I'm coming from the gym or the airport. And now you can get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash Jillian. That's wanderbeauty.com slash Jillian for 20% off. W-A-N-D-E-R beauty.com slash Jillian. Cindy, it's summer. It is. Although you never know it out here in L.A. I know. It's been crappy <sighs> out. I know. It's been totally overcast. Ridiculous. I know. But I thought that'd be a good segue into how many calories are in your glass of wine. <sighs> Which I pulled off of Pop Sugar. I got to give them credit. I am not but listening. I... I am not listening. <laughs> no, you're not. I gave them credit. It's okay. I think. But we're not plagiarizing. We're saying we're stealing no, no. this from Pop Sugar. Uh, I mean, I don't want to hear how many calories I'm consuming. Oh, <laughs> oh you don't give a shit about plagiarizing someone else's content. Oh, no, no. Go. Pla oh. Plagiarize away. Well, okay. I got to say this, though. Like, I, whenever I drink, no matter how much I try to fight it, I gain weight. Really? Yeah, I put on like five pounds Whoa. instantly, even if my calories don't change. Wow, how much my you body drink? Just, nah, like, okay, like uh, six to eight drinks a week, which is way more than I would ever do. But I find that like, okay, I go out for Mexican food on Friday night with my brother. I'll have a tequila on the rocks. The night before that, I was out with Bishop and her friend McKaylee. I had sake. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, okay, you know, one night at home I had, there was another dinner, I had two glasses of red wine. I'm like six drinks in at this point. Yeah. Two drinks a night, three three nights a week, I'm like six in. 
Sunday comes, oh, you want a glass of champagne? Like, it's crazy how, like, one or two over the course of your week, four nights, three to four, like, you're, and I mean, it doesn't matter if I am training. It doesn't matter. I just get thicker. Wow. My body, it tips. My hormone balance is so delicate Mm. that it just shifts my metabolism, and I hold at least five pounds. Wow. And then I'm like, ugh. All right. Stop drinking. Falls off in two weeks. Wow. Literally falls off. But I, the calories do matter. It does matter. But the reason that alcohol it goes beyond calories is because of how it affects your hormones. And your hormones mm. are your metabolism, right? So that's why too much drinking has been linked to ovarian cancer, breast cancers, because it elevates your estrogen levels. Mm. And it, it releases more cortisol. And it's its own type of fuel. It's not a carbohydrate. It's not a protein. It's not a fat. It's its own. It's kind of crazy. It's its mm, own yeah. thing. That actually needs to get processed by your body, which then inhibits, but before it processes other types of fuel, which inhibits your fat metabolism significantly. So, I mean, I, that was not what this was about. This was trying to give you hope <laughs> with some information. Well, no, but that, I mean, what you just said, actually, I used to experience. If I oh. wanted to, if I wanted to thin out at all, stop drinking, it was man. two weeks of no alcohol and yep. no cheese or something, you know, whatever. Two weeks Whatever of no I was booze, eating too much of, but increase booze. my water consumption. Yeah. Done, done. Wow. That and like really adhering to my twelve-hour fasting window. Mm. And the reason that matters is because like last night I was laying in bed and I was like, God, ugh. like I wanted popcorn so bad, <laughs> so bad, and I was like, No. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wish I was addicted to sleeping pills so I could just oh go God. to bed. Like, you know, instead of sitting here thinking about popcorn, but it's like. That is why, because mm-hmm. you're just eating extra food. That's mm. why it's like if I adhere to that, I am cutting out an extra 200 calories a week. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, a day. Uh, yeah. Over a week, which is like 14. It's a half a pound. Yeah. So two weeks, I'm up a pound. I'm little. Three pounds on me, you see immediately. Yeah. For better and for worse. Like if I get too skinny, my face looks like I look 100 years old. If I am like just... Three pounds heavier, it's like, uh, like a little thick and soft. Mm. It's like 116. Yeah. No, One, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Being when as little as me. We're like small. Yeah, you see it and immediately. I, I definitely notice it. 100%. So anyway, I promised you answers. <laughs> First one is rosé. All right. So it says, a glass of rosé will set you back about 126 calories. But it says it could vary a little bit from brand to brand. And size of the glass. Right. All right, now Chardonnay, it's pretty much the exact same thing. This is really going to suck, actually. I didn't read this because I want to experience it with you guys, but if they're all 123 calories, it's going to be a real friggin' problem. Uh, okay, but it does say, here's what they, they do give us. They say, a study from the University of Buffalo found drinking white wine was associated with better lung function. So maybe there's that. I have also read that white wine helps it, um, uh, lower your blood sugar. So if you're going to have it with a high-carb meal, it can help manage insulin levels. I've read that multiple times. I can't huh. cite the study, but I have seen it before. All right. Oh, this is bullshit. Here's Cabernet, 122 <laughs> calories per glass. What's the point of this, Pop Sugar? <laughs> oh, no. All right, we're going to have to find another reason. Just call it wine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shit. Call her. But, I, I mean, okay, so we're going to go with why red wine, more antioxidants, more resveratrol. Right, so that's good right. for anti-aging and fighting off diseases. Oh no, Cindy, but, this is oh, a no. complete flop. Ready? <laughs> Pinot Noir. Take a guess. 
123. 121! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm going to file a complaint. Hold on. Come on. Oh, no, dude. This is a car crash. Cabernet. Merlot. 120? 122. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with it? Oh! 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 A Riesling. Oh, that's got to be high. That's got to be like 125. 118. <laughs> oh, no. Clearly the choice to make. I always think that they're so no, no. high in sugar. Or Doesn't something. matter. Nope. Calories are not sugar. I if know. If there's anything but, we can take away from this segment, like, it's really, going to be that. All this wine is like grapes and water. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh, Although al- a winemaker will probably banana shorts. I mean, it. Fermented. Are calories in alcohol? I mean, so the alcohol content, if it's higher, would that be Doesn't more matter, though, when it comes to no. weight, where the calories are from. Oh, yeah. Uh, although, no. with that yes. said, I just contradict myself because I will say that with wine, because of how it affects my hormones, it is the one food that will actually change my metabolism, despite wow. the calorie allowance. So, or alcohol. Wow. Alcohol in general. Uh, but this is all wine. Shit. <laughs> you know, Grigio. Oh, I'd give it a 121. 122. <laughs> oh, no. This writer sucks. Tara Shifi? But the Dude, whole, but that's why didn't you just say this is how many calories in a glass of wine? Why didn't you just add it up with like vodka, tequila, or and bourbon? I think we've got somebody who's very anal. Tara. Very, very detail-oriented and very specific. Sauvignon Blanc. I give up. 119. See, that's she Lori's. She doesn't even give me a reason. That's Lori's favorite. That's the end. And she oh, drinks here. white with carbs. So, Whew, boy. There you go. All right. Well, that was that was a disaster. <laughs> Shit, it was a disaster. <laughs> Life can get pretty demanding. With everything you have going on, it's not always easy to find time for yourself. So now there's Talkspace. It's online therapy for how we live today. With Talkspace, taking care of your mental health has never been more convenient because it's mobile and affordable. One month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same as a single face-to-face session. Just finding the right therapist can be stressful, but Talkspace makes it easy because they use your unique preferences to find somebody whose style and expertise matches your needs. Talkspace has more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com and make sure you use the code Jillian to get $65 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Talkspace.com, promo code Jillian. There's so many hair products out there that just don't live up to their promises, and I was pretty disappointed until I found Living Proof. The thing that stands out to me is that they approach the toughest beauty challenges with technology from MIT scientists, so you know you're dealing with science, not just marketing gimmicks and false promises, to be honest. Living Proof products do exactly what they claim to do, all without silicones, parabens, phthalates, and they don't test on animals. Holla! My favorite thing about Living Proof's dry shampoo? Oh my God, it actually cleans my hair. Instead of just masking oil, sweat, and odors, it removes them completely, so my hair looks clean and fresh. 
Do what I did and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash Jillian and use the promo code Jillian to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash Jillian, promo code Jillian for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. livingproof.com slash Jillian, promo code Jillian. All oh, right. Are we going? Are we right. rolling? We're going. Caller? I'm excited. Introduce me. Introduce you have a me. caller. Caller. We have caller Mindy. Yay! Hi, Mindy. Hi. Uh oh. Mindy does not <laughs> sound good. Mindy, are you okay, Bob? No. Hi. What's going on, buddy? I'm great. Actually, before we get into it, I just want to say thank you. You spend every Monday morning with me, and I just really appreciate you sharing like everything that you do for everybody. You share your personal life with us, and it makes us feel so much better. <laughs> so, Aww. um. I wrote in because I am turning 40, and it totally sucks, and it seems like everything is just, I'm just stuck, and there's two questions that I have, and I think it's related to turning 40, or just this whole birthday that I'm totally going to skip in about a month from now. (laughs) I am having a hard time losing just 10 pounds, and I know it sounds easy, and it used to be easy before I started getting a little bit older, and I can't figure out what it is. I eat pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's because I'm not wanting to move more and work out. And my second question is, how do you find your life purpose? And I think it's a side effect of turning 40 because I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think that by now I should probably have known what it is. Okay. Okay, hold I'm on. I'm looking for your hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. There's so much going on here. Um, all right. Yeah. So the first thing is like, why are you so afraid of turning forty? I, no, you don't like the answer. I don't know, but I really don't know. I think it's more of like, holy crap, should I? This is what forty is, and maybe it's because I've been working so hard and having kids and just haven't stopped to see like oh my gosh is this where I'm supposed to be right now should I be more successful or should I be doing something else with myself and and I'm halfway done okay hold on so so you have to abandon this stigma (laughs) you have around the number um because it's actually a great age um and a midlife crisis is a midlife crisis uh for a good there's a good reason for a midlife crisis um and I once described it to somebody as, you know, you think when you're young and it's like, oh, I'm getting old and I want to recapture my youth. No, that that's not a midlife crisis. A midlife crisis is when you have been living in such a way that by the time you are 40, literally your back is breaking. The way you've been living is just shattering you. You can no longer continue to do the things you've been doing. And that's a good thing. Now, it's scary because it's what you know, and then it's like, well, I don't know where to go from here, but you figure it out. So what I mean by that is like when I, when I turned 40, it wasn't a matter of like, oh, I'm older because I was in, in perfect shape, perfectly healthy. That's not an issue. Or I look this way or I look that way, like whatever. You know, we're all going to get old and die. Like that's just part of being human. Um, and I never really traded off the currency of youth anyway. It wasn't like, oh, I'm this like young, nubile female. Like, let me use my feminine. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just wasn't my, so I didn't have this like crush of 
men don't look at me the same way. Like, I didn't have that either. But I definitely got to a place where I felt like Atlas, and I know I'm not alone, where I was like, Jesus, I am taking on all this shit, and I am drowning. And I have not put the oxygen mask on first. I am miserable, and I had to. Everything that at one time in my life gave me value, right? It was like, oh, but I'm the hero. I'm the white knight. I'm the one that takes care of everything. I'm the one that takes care of everybody. That's my value. That's who I am. I was so miserable and so unhappy, and then I had to, like, undo all of the all of these things that mm-hmm. I'd sort of put on my plate. I had to take them off, which I was ashamed about, embarrassed of, and really find a new way forward. And that's a good thing because I'm 45 and I didn't think I was going to be able to do that at 40. And here I am at 45 and I'm like, I got through that. I'm better off for it. And I'm a happier person because of it. So try not to look at this as like, I'm 40 and oh my God, it's over and it's all downhill. It's not. The, the key here is for you to look at what is making you dissatisfied in your life. First of all, like really stop and think like what is unlivable to you, even if you think it shouldn't be. Like as much as I care about my ex and I think she's a very good person, like I was getting zero out of our relationship at the end. Zero. None. And not because it's just we didn't have anything to offer each other anymore. And I was like, I can't leave. You know, we have two kids like I can't like. This isn't an option. This is not what you do. You know, you you just this is life like you suck it up and you figure it out. And it wasn't fair to either one of us. And then finally, we got to a place where we were both like, mm-hmm. all right, we you know, we are better friends than we are partners in this way. But I could not have been felt more alone than I did in that relationship at the end. At the end, in the beginning, I mean, we were great. But then 10 years later, like it just life happens. Shit happens. People change. I had to look at that. Mm-hmm. I had to look at my the way I was with my family and my friends where I was like, let me take everything on. Let me solve all your problems and then feel angry. Like they didn't appreciate it. Right. Which was all my fault. I had to look at that. I had to look at the way I was with my business. I had to look at everything and reevaluate it and strip it down. And I'm saying you need to do that. Like that's what this is about. It's not about the number of being 40. It's yes, we can get into your life's purpose, but first you need to figure out why you're not feeling free enough to connect with it. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. So, yes, it does. I, I want you to stop and really look at the things that are feeling unlivable to you, even though you feel like you should be doing them and you should be able to live with them. Like, you can't, you won't, you're not. Find a way out, unravel it. it like, I looked at it mm-hmm. like my life was a knot of necklaces. In, you know what I mean? Just like when you have a thin chain that's so badly fucked, you're like, yeah. I just need to throw the whole thing out. But it, it's like, no, just sit yeah. there and like take it apart, unwind it, undo it, break it down, unwind it is the key word. And then from there, finding your passion is a very methodical thing. Um, you know, for me, back in the day, I was a trainer. <laughs> And what I mean by that is I literally would get up in the morning and I would go to work and I would personal train clients all day long. And I was like, oh, I have Alice today. I love her. Oh, Roberta. Can't wait to see the bird. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And I would get a phone call from Karen who was 10 pounds down after, you know, a couple of months. And 
like in tears because the first time the scale is moved. And I loved my job. I loved it. I had a purpose. Then I got to a point in my career. And the one thing about Loser, despite all the shit that I hated about it, um, I did get to work with people. So even though it was a different platform, I still got to do personal training. So I had that. When that ended and it became all about like, oh, we need you to approve this label of Lucky Jack. And then we need you to take a look at this, like the logo on this, you know, this hand weight that's going into Walmart. And then we, you know, you're writing a book and then you're going to do a program for your, uh, you start to feel, I started to feel more and more removed. Right. And Mm -hmm. I got away from my purpose. So I was like, okay, I like this. This is what I like. How can I build this back into my life? in whatever way necessary. So whether it was doing speaking engagements or whether it was getting involved in charity or whatever it might be that got me around people and working with people every single day so that I had that meaning and that purpose again. So you're going to need to be more fluid. You're going to need to create opportunities where you can live out the things that make you feel passionate. And in order to get in touch with the things that make you feel passionate, right? So you got to look at A, why you're not allowing yourself to do those things and unwind them. B, I need you to start taking like a real emotional inventory. And I've talked about this before where every hour, right? This is an exercise that I give people every hour, waking hours. I want you to stop and take an inventory, set your alarm. It goes off. Where are you? What are you doing? Okay. I am, I'm walking my dog and I am, how do I feel? Happy. What is it? Animals? Is it being in nature? Is it physical exercise? What is it about it that you love? Okay. Think of it as like a hot or colder game. Oh, it's nature. Great. I need to be in nature more. Okay. Start cultivating that. Oh, it's it's animals. I love working with animals. Okay. Maybe it's like, do I go back to school and get into zoology? Is it that I want to be a dog trainer? Is it that I want to start a, a kennel? Like, you know, when people go out of town, I watch their dogs, a doggy hotel. Like, it it doesn't matter if it seems frivolous or silly because the truth of the matter is the more you pursue the things you're passionate about the more affluence and abundance you have the more you seek out security the less you're going to have so you know caesar milan a guy that liked dogs mrs fields a woman with a really cool cookie recipe right martha stewart was a caterer like and she left a job on wall street then everybody that gets into the job they think they Mm -hmm. should have the nine to five, the responsible, the desk job, they are miserable, they hate it, they get laid off, and the list goes on. So you're going to do this every hour. And if it's friends, right? Like, oh, my alarm went off. I'm hanging out with my buddy Cindy. Cindy makes me feel calm, like comfortable, welcome, less alone. I need to cultivate that friendship more. If Cindy makes me feel less than, insecure, whatever, I am deleting that bitch off of my Instagram. <laughs> And I'm never going to see her again, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to start really paying attention to where you are, who you're with, and what you're doing throughout the course of your day, how it makes you feel, for better or for worse. And if it's a good thing, you want to cultivate more of that in your life. And if it's a bad thing, you want to start weeding that out more in your life. And this allows you to, over time, really hone and fine-tune what it is you love, what it is you're passionate about, and start thinking about how to make it a business. And even if it isn't a business... Like, charity's not a business for me. My business now is aqua hydrate, alkaline water, and organic Lucky Jack nitro cold brew, and, you know, uh, this line of handheld equipment at Walmart, and the Jillian Michaels app, and 
That's my business, right? Like my business, I don't ever deal with people directly anymore. I create things for people, but I never get to deal with people. So I, it's like, okay, I got into, I like have gotten very passionate about doing charity work because I'm dealing with people. So as long as I have that passion in my life, I still love what I do. But the part of me that had that deeper sense of purpose where it was like the client would show up and I'd see the progress in real time. Like somebody might work out with my app, but I don't get to see that they did that push up for the first time. I'm not there. So mm -hmm. as, as much as I like love being a part of their journey, I wish I was physically there to see it. So I have to find that in other ways. Right. So it's about giving yourself permission to let go of the things that are making you miserable, cultivate the things that make you happy and then being very flexible with how they manifest in your life and time sweetie this is doesn't happen overnight we're all a work in progress that's going to be basically 40 to mm -hmm. 40 something and then 50s and 60s that's when you can get into the whole like Fuck it, i don't care what anybody thinks but right now <laughs> it really matters the most right now is where it's like all right i've done all this thus far and everything I've built, I did because it was how I survived up until now. But what part of this is no longer serving mm -hmm. me? And how do I start fresh? It's kind of like, honestly, being reborn in a way. So it's, it is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's a good thing and it's going to be worth it. Yes. But thank you. I knew that you would have the answer. Well. I'm going to do that. I have a, an arrow it. that points in a direction. <laughs> The answer is the answer is you'll find on that journey if it makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while, so and I haven't been able to come up with anything. So I will do that. I will. And it's like this malaise, this like start. blah, where you're just like, Jesus, is that all there is? And the answer is no. But you got to do. You know, we fend off that like hardcore sadness, but we're still. Well, then we're in this like state of like complete malaise and like this low grade depression. And it's fucking brutal, dude. And it, it brought me, it finally grind, it ground me down so hardcore that I had no choice but to move. So I hope it doesn't get there for you. Maybe it's there now, but either way, you will get there. And just remember, it, it is a good thing. You will be okay and you will be better for it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't sound convinced, and Thank you. <laughs> we need to check back in. We're going to check back yeah, in. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, kid. Check back in. Okay. All right. I will. Thank you so right. much. Have a great day, okay, sweetheart. Okay, thanks. Did you have yeah. a, like a crush in your 40s? You know, I never thought anything about age until 40. Oof. And at 40, I was like, huh. You know, each each decade, I think you look back and go, oh, my God. I was I was younger than I thought I was. And, yeah. and not, not give so much weight to the age. And A hundred percent. Okay, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get it weekly. You don't even have to think about it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you're listening.